most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock And how you guys doing? Welcome to this edition of Motorcycle Madhouse Radio. Don't forget immediately following this segment over here on YouTube to go over to MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com where China Dow will be sitting in on the second half of the show. Lots of business to go over today. Lots of business, man. Uh, I know I said this would be a Saturday video, but with everything going on in this country right now i figured this was the best time to cover it and i'm gonna cover it from a biker slash motorcycle club slash riding club motorcycle association mro's whatever type of deal because this is a very serious subject that is happening in this country right now. Minneapolis is uh, in fire because a 20-year-old kid was gunned down. Now, they're coming out today saying, oh, they drew their gun instead of their freaking taser. Whatever, man. But one thing that bikers uh, and especially club members have to face is the ideal of aggressive cops now i kind of gave an overview on yesterday's segment of what they say you should do when confronted by police officers well like i said it don't work and it don't work most of the time these cops have a god complex that somebody needs to get under control they really do and when i seen the footage of an army lieutenant getting pepper sprayed, a guy who is serving his country, I was furious. I was furious. There is no way possible that that should be let go. That's just, I'm lost for words when I seen that video. But I know that certain groups in this country have to go through these kind of situations with Leo. Everybody always says, well, there's just some uh, bad cops, there ain't many, blah, blah, blah. Okay, where are you, your cheerleaders for these cops when they're pulling over fellow bikers, profiling the hell out of them? Where is your support when that happens to them? Or when a cop is in the wrong. It's either you're a biker or you're not. I hate to say it that way. It is a black and white type of freaking deal, man. It's either or. There's no gray area there. If you've been listening to some of my recent shows, you guys have noticed that I'm zeroing in on cases where law enforcement was out of hand. And I'd have to argue out of control. That's why I've been covering cases. Because 
one, I enjoy them. Two, there's follow-up to stories that uh, we covered in the Biker News segment. And yes, guys, we're still doing Biker News. It's just I like to explore in the monologue some of the stuff that's happened after we've covered them stories to give more context to what is happening. Because in this country, you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. But when newspapers come out and say, well, this club was doing this, that club was doing that, everybody jumps on the bandwagon. They don't take the time to wait for the case to progress. Right away. It's damning them. That's just like yesterday. I had that story up in Canada. There was that big bus with the Hells Angels and Red Devils. In the comments section, and I approved it. Let it go. I'm hoping the audience goes and gives them their peace of uh, mind, if you will. Said, well, that's great. They should have busted them, getting all these motorcycle club and these gangsters and these gangs off the street. Wait a second here. This is an allegement. This is just an indictment. That doesn't prove guilt or innocence at that point. You got to go through a trial. So how could you say that clubs are gangs and they're a slight on the biker community? You can actually read this on our comment section. Right there and then, I knew who was saying this had to come from a mindset of, I can't even say rub, but a freaking idiot. And you always find that these middle-aged people are going through these midlife crisis, and they bring that ideology to the biker scene. Like, they're all-knowing. And this is the way it should be. But they don't know the history, for one, or the traditions. Automatically, they take their civilian way of thinking and saying, oh, all cops are good and what they say is all true, which we've already proven in the last couple segments that they are not. Some of these law enforcement agencies go out of their way, out of their way, to mess with people, to lie, to get them convicted where they lose their lives, their livelihood, to go to prison. They do it on purpose. That's just like later on in the week, we're going to be talking about the, uh, not the pagans, but the uh, Bagos and the Hells Angels at the Golden Nugget. How awesome it was to see all the Bagos members sticking together during that trial, where the feds tried to bring that liar on the stand. They knew he was lying until he got caught. Then all of a sudden it's... But the rest of the Bible stuck together. They didn't rat. They stuck together. And that has to be one of the best examples since I've been doing this of how, how can you say it? I am my brother's keeper. A lot of people say that until 
uh-oh, we're in trouble. And then they leave them dry, high and dry. One of the best examples i ever seen. I was so happy to see how it progressed until the end. And that's what a lot of people have to start doing. Yes, you got us doing biker news. You got Dragon. You got everybody trying biker news now. Because they're running out of shit to say. They want to give their opinions. Okay, cool. That's It's a free country. Give your opinions. But you got to do it with both sides of the story. Because if we become a type of platform that it's cheerleaders for one side or the other, at that point, it's not serious news. It's you're giving opinions and you're trying to throw around freaking conspiracy theories. And that does not help be cause. When people see that you're actually doing it both ways or given both sides of the story, they tend to believe you more. That's why a lot of people are leaving mainstream media and coming to third-party creators because they know they can get an honest opinion on what's happening, either good or bad against what they believe. Now, I have a lot of people that don't believe in a lot of stuff I say because... Okay, I might be going against the way they think. But on the other hand, you got to admit that, hey, at least I'm putting both sides out there. And I let the audience decide. Very important for that to happen. That's the main mission, the main thing that I've always wanted to do. And now in this country, and for those who are cheerleaders or cops... There has been, since the early days of the motorcyclist, the biker, whatever you want to call it, clubs, whatever, riding clubs, whatever, a tendency for police to harass us. It's in the history. All you have to do is look at it. Look at the history. Look at what happened up in Wisconsin I talked about. Guy named Rocker. Rocker. He was killed in Milwaukee. He was a member of a club. I don't know what it is with law enforcement. And I'd like to actually ask one. If they'd have the balls to come on and do an interview with me. What is your problem with bikers? Is, is it because you... Are jealous of the freedom that we look forward to when we get on that bike? Is it the attitudes that we have? What is it with you people that you don't like bikers? And how can you even equate what a few people do in a club to everybody? How do you do that? While at the same time saying... To us, well, it's only a few bad apples. It shouldn't make us all look bad at the department. Okay, that's hypocrisy. When does that apply to clubs then? It's only a few bad apples. Some of these major clubs 
have thousands of people in them. So you're going to say, okay, you got a bus to six guys? That defines them as a club? Or you're taking summations of people that you force to say it, even though it might not be true, and labeling a whole club off those summations? It makes no sense whatsoever to me. You can't have it always. If you wanted to be treated with respect, you got to give it to those that are in clubs. But instead, you have cops like the one that maced a U.S. Army lieutenant in his uniform. Those are the kind of cops you have that hate clubs. You give them these badges. You give them these guns. And then you have a whole ethnicity have to train their kids from a young age how not to get shot by you. Then you have a whole state down in Texas that profiles the hell out of bikers. They profile everybody, man. And God forbid that if you wear a patch down there, boy, you're like enemy number one, man. What happened to cartels being your enemies? They're right over the border. No. Since 2015, you guys have been on the asses of everybody, especially the clubs involved in that incident's ass. Come on, you had that case with a bandito. He was completely legal to carry. He had a concealed carry. And you tried this gang shit to try to get him arrested. Well, you did arrest him, but try to get his uh, Second Amendment taken away from him and send him to jail. What in the hell is wrong with you people? And then you wonder why there's all kinds of movements across this nation to reform criminal justice. Then you cry and whine when something's passed. And then what do you do? Well, so many people are quitting. So many people are retiring. This is just a hostile environment. What about the hostile environment you put on other people? What about that hostile environment when you're pulling over a club member in Texas saying, well, if you don't let us shoot your tattoos with the camera, we'll take you down to the station and do it. That's completely unacceptable. But you want our sympathy for you. Not cool, man. That's hypocrisy at its finest right there. I'm supposed to give you respect, but you don't return it to us. And yes, I have a lot of law enforcement. Every time I cover a subject like this, I'm a prick, I'm a dick, I'm an asshole, I'm a gangbanger, I'm everything under the sun. Because they want to email in and say how wrong I am. 
But I don't think I'm the only one who thinks like this. Yeah, you got a lot in the biker community that sucks on the peckers of law enforcement. It used to be not like that, but it is now, baby. But let them suck on your peckers, because we're not. Because we're the type of people that live this life daily. They're just part-timers, man. They want to throw on the costume uh, and go out on the weekends. That's who you're dealing with. You're not dealing with real people. And people who say that you're not going to get profiled is a bunch of freaking morons. That's what I have to say to that. Because you know what? Wait till it happens to you. I say, you know what? Go over to Texas Biker Radio. Popeye and OG, they actually went in front of a Texas uh, gang commission or something like that. You guys got to watch the video. Now, when it comes to this kind of stuff, you're going to want to watch Popeye and OG at Texas Biker Radio. You're also going to want to go to the Motorcycle Profiling Project. You're going to want to go over there and check everything out. Instead of taking all your supposed facts from the media... Go to the different sources and get all sides of the story. Now this uh, had me upset. Boy, did it have me upset. This is the one where they pepper sprayed an army officer. Let's take a listen. To the fallout from that traffic stop, police drawing their guns and pepper spraying a black army lieutenant who was in uniform. That soldier now suing over the stop and the governor of Virginia ordering the state police to investigate. Steve Osasami has all the details. Good morning, Steve. Good morning to you, Michael. There is a federal civil rights lawsuit over this video, which people are just now getting to see. And the Army officer seen in the video was driving home. What are you, a specialist? Gordon, where are you? I'm a lieutenant. Police in Windsor, Virginia overnight have announced that they finally That's after he was pepper sprayed. Seen in this police body camera video that has angered everyone from the governor to people in the U.S. Army to civil rights groups. Get out of the car now. Get out of the car. Behind the wheel of this newly purchased brand new SUV is a U.S. Army He's got his hands up. Clearly dressed in Army fatigue. From the minute they pull him over. Ron Nazario is black and Latino. And the police say they pulled him over because his vehicle was missing a rear license plate. But as you can see right here, it had a temporary license plate displayed in the back. I'm honestly afraid to get out. Can I yeah, you ask you When he refuses to leave the car, the officer, who is now fired, pulls out the pepper spray. Get out. Please relax. Get out of the car right now. This is not how you treat a vet. Uh, I'm actively serving this country, and this is how you're going to treat me? I didn't do anything. Whoa, hold on. What's going on? Hold on. Watch it. Watch it. Badass cop. When they get him out of the car, they beat him to the ground. Why am I being treated? The traffic stop was in December, and in the police report, one of the officers wrote that the lieutenant was eluding police because he didn't stop right away. In his lawsuit, the lieutenant says it was less than two minutes and that he wanted to pull over into this well-lit area. He was released with no charges and is now suing the police in federal court. Why does this continue to occur? Right. It's not new. The body cameras may be new. The violence isn't. 
In a statement overnight, Windsor police announced that Officer Joe Gutierrez has been fired, saying that at the conclusion of this investigation, it was determined that Windsor Police Department policy was not followed. Was not followed. That right there is a member of our military. And it's funny, everybody says, or the cops say after it all happens, that, oh, he was eluding the police. Bullshit. And the reason why you were pulling him over because he didn't have a license plate? Well, if you looked and actually did your job, anybody could see this because Illinois has the same thing. In the upper right-hand freaking corner of that rear view freaking uh, back window, he had a temporary license plate. But this fat-ass cop wanted to show his pecker size. An army lieutenant. From the minute he was pulled over, he had his hands outside that window. And where was this other cop? I don't care about, you got a guy pepper spraying, okay. What about the other cop turning around and saying, hey, you know what, asshole, stop. They never do it. Do the right thing. If you're worried about losing your job for going you know, against a superior, Help the incident that's going on first, then take it to whoever needs to be taken care of. But that's how out of control law enforcement gets in incidences like this. And yes, you cheerleaders again for the cops, this can happen to you. And I don't care what color you are. It can happen to anybody. And it happens almost all the time to club members. Now, let's go to this other story that's breaking right now. Uh, man shot by Minnesota officer. It's burning up there, oh, man. It's burning. It really is. Hours long protests being held outside of Minneapolis after a black man was shot by police after officers say he fled from a traffic stop. The 20 year old later died. Now his family and others demanding answers. 12 News reporter Kayla Fish, live at the Breaking News Center this morning with the latest. Well, it's only been about four hours since protesters dispersed from the city of Brooklyn Center, according to the Minnesota Department of Public Safety. That following a night of clashes between police. Great. One of the people in there was wearing a black label society deal. Watch the media come out and say, oh, it was a member of a motorcycle club that did it. Kind of like they tried with the Hells Angels up there with that AutoZone incident. Umbrella man. And hundreds of protesters. Authorities say protesters threw rocks and other objects at police and businesses had been broken into. The National Guard activated to help. A curfew now in effect. This unrest was spurred by an officer involved shooting in the city Sunday afternoon. Police say they stopped the driver and attempted to arrest him on an outstanding warrant. Police say the driver re-entered the vehicle and drove away. According to police, an officer fired at the vehicle, striking the driver who crashed several blocks away. Mourners, including the family of 20-year-old Dante Wright, gathered at the scene of that crash demanding answers. Wright's mother said he called her just before the shooting. That he was getting pulled over by the police. And I said, well, why did you get pulled over? He said he had, they pulled him over because he had air fresheners hanging from the rear mirror. He was only 20 years old and he didn't deserve to be shot and killed like this.
Now, the city of Brooklyn Center is on the border of Minneapolis. Where 20 years old. And here is what they claim the next day. Minnesota officer meant to draw a taser, not handgun. Police in a Minneapolis suburb where a black man was fatally shot during a traffic stop say the officer who fired intended to use a taser, not a handgun. They're describing it as an accidental discharge. Dante Wright, 20 years old, he's dead because they claim an accidental discharge. This, again, is happening all over the country. And I often ask myself, why isn't there any laws where if you feel threatened, you can save your own life from a rogue cop? Actually, you know what? I'm going to ask my representatives. When are you going to make a law or put this in criminal justice reform where you have a chance to protect yourself against a road cop. Look at all the video out there of how they are all becoming. Five on one, six on one, beating the hell out of people. That's not supposed to happen in America. But it has for far too long. I bring up Waco Twin Peaks all the time. Four confirmed were shot by cops. It was a turkey shoot to them cops. Especially after they knew what was going to happen. And they didn't stop it. This right now, what's going on in this country, is disgusting. Now you have two sides of the story. Yes, correct. You have... People that are sick of this, which I think a lot of us bikers are, we're sick of the profiling. And then you got the other side saying cops can do no wrong. Accidental discharge. How the hell do you accidentally grab a freaking gun instead of a stun gun? Come on, who's buying that? Now a mother's lost her kid. Just like them four in Waco that were shot by cops. Lost their families. It's a total of nine, but I'm just saying with the cop shootings. No retribution. The lawsuits down there are stalled because of the damn judges. They're in the pocket of every law enforcement officer out there. It's getting crazy and enough's enough. Now, I wanted to know... If you could legitimately fight back to save your own life. And a lot of people say, yeah, you're going to risk being, uh, you know, resisting arrest, uh, assaulting a police officer. But is it worth them charges if you really feel like your life's in danger? I'd have to say yes, because you have two choices at that point. You're either going to die because they're being over uh, aggressive or you're going to end up shot 
where you can't walk anymore, or you go in front of 12 jurors. I don't know. It's a tough decision. It really is. And it shouldn't have to be like that. There was a case, you know, because I've been really scouring the internet to see if I can find any stuff. And there's been recent ones. But I was looking at, you know, state supreme courts and the feds. And you can hardly find any of the, the stuff on that. But there was one. But this is in 1893. That's why I think case law or whatever needs to be updated. Laws have to be updated on this subject. The case was overturned uh, a manslaughter conviction ruling that convicted defendant had been protecting himself from the illegal use of force by a police officer. It is widely quoted on the internet under the false belief that it gives citizens the right to resist an unlawful arrest by force including deadly force. The full citation is Plummer v. State, 135 Indiana, 308, 34 Northeast, 1968-1893. And that is a good point right there. Don't misquote cases, man, and put them on a meme or any of that stuff, because then you make it worse for everybody. But some of the background on this, he was a 60-year-old uh, ill man, left his home with a handgun, and went looking for members of the town board. The board had ordered Plummer to trim his trees, and he objected. Plummer came into contact with John Keefe and a man named Elliot, and Keefe told Plummer to go home. The board was not going to cut down his trees. Plummer started walking home, but not before he had pointed the pistol at Elliot and a board member named Cochlin and had threatened the town marshal. If he were to show up, James Dorn, who was the marshal of the town, then arrived. Dorn struck Plummer with a billy club and then shot at him with a revolver without first informing Plummer of any intention to arrest him. That happens all the time now with no uh, knock warrants. Before he struck, uh, before Dorn struck and shot at Plummer, Plummer had not resisted or behaved violently. He had walked toward his home with a revolver in his hand and told the officer to keep away. Dorn and Plummer exchanged gunshots, each hitting the other, and Dorn died from the gunshot wound. Hmm. Anyway, the opinion of the court. Uh, the offense that Plummer committed was a misdemeanor, and for Dorn to have legal authority to make that arrest, the offense must have been committed in Dorn's presence. The state cited legal authority to support that it was his in his presence, and McCabe said that the purpose of the opinion the court would assume that Dorn had the authority to make the arrest. McCabe stated that an officer in effect an arrest is allowed to use force, but only that force that is necessary now let's take it out of 1893 now if that's the truth only the force that is necessary did that cop need to pepper spray an individual who by the way is serving our country right now i gotta throw that in was he able to use force against him? He had his hands out the window. He wasn't doing nothing. He wasn't saying anything bad. Did they have a right to do that? No, I don't think so. 
I think it's a rogue cop on steroids. Now, civilian self-defense versus police excessive force. It's not that simple according to police1.com. Ed Flossy, uh, taking training to the next level. Now, they're blaming the general public. Resistant officers is becoming more prevalent and socially acceptable by certain groups. Oh, oh. So certain groups don't want you overstepping your authority and the law of the land. And you're saying... It's our fault? That's how they play this game. Does a person being detained or arrested by a police officer have the right to the self-defense if the person feels the officer is using excessive force? The answer to this question as written is obviously no. So they'd have beat your ass, put you in the hospital, Pepper spray you for doing nothing wrong. But you can't do nothing about it. But with the current climate of resistant officers becoming more prevalent and socially acceptable by certain groups, the question needs to deeper explanation or exploration. Then they go on a follow-up question that is not as simple. Does a person have a right to self-defense if the officer uses excessive force? Notice the subtle dis difference in the two questions. The first includes the subject's subjective belief, while the second is more generic. Hmm. Right, uh, uh. Anyway. The model penal code developed in 62 eliminated the right to resist an unlawful arrest on two grounds. First, there were better alternative means of resolving the issue. Second, resistant would likely result in greater injury to the citizen without preventing the arrest. By 2012, only 14 states allowed a citizen to resist an unlawful arrest. Now, if you live in these states, you better keep pressure on your people to keep this. Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Again, those are the states that allowed a citizen to resist an unlawful arrest. Then there's the California penal codes, blah, blah, blah. Now, to go back to the question like they say, what if the officer is using excessive force? Some experts will point to other statutory laws to support their view that a person can resist if they feel the force is acceptable. Uh, California Penal Code Section 692 and 693. While these sections are self-defense protections for citizens primarily related to situations outside of police brutality uh, claims, some experts will claim the public offense crime is related to an assault battery under color authority type of crime. I believe so. Assault and battery. 692, the resistance must be in response to an actual commission of the public offense. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. 
Now, this is coming off a cop blog. So you see how they look at everything. Everything is from a cop's point of view. That's how the courts take it into consideration. And us citizens who pay their bills are the ones that suffer. Now, do you want to see what they're all pissed off about? And this happened in Maryland. Their officers' bill of rights are being reworked. Now, it's intended to protect American law enforcement personnel from investigation and prosecution arising from conduct during official performance of their duties. It was first set forth in 74 uh, Supreme Court rulings in Garrity versus New Jersey and Gardner versus Broderick. It doesn't prohibit police departments from subjecting officers to drug tests. Now, there is 15 states that have it in their statues, but one of them is Maryland, who just really wiped this shit away. <laughs> Lots of information, man, and I don't think uh, there's ever going to be a simple answer to that question. Can you defend yourself against a law enforcement officer that has gone rogue. I don't think there's ever going to be that answer until the laws are redone in an effort to back the citizen first, not the police officers. Because we already know, as you've seen in the example with the one, that they will say and do anything they can to get out of that shit. One of the things that I never understood is how one-sided that Supreme Court decision was where they say a cop can lie to you, it's all legal. But if you try to lie to a cop, it's illegal. I really wish that more test cases would be brought in front of the Supreme Court, but of course not right now, because you got that majority on there that thinks that everything cops do are great. But in the meantime, this country's burning to the ground because 20-year-old kids are getting killed, and officers of the United States Army are being pepper-sprayed. Or down in Texas and other states around this country, people are being profiled just because the way they look. You're never going to have a working relationship with cops because they think they are God. And there's only one man upstairs. And it sure to hell ain't them. They're human beings just like you and I. They put their pants on. The same way we do. And this has got to stop, man. It's really got to stop. So, we're going to head on over to the second segment. I got China Doll over here waiting for my ass to get done with what I'm doing here. Uh, the 16th, I should have books available to sign and get them out to you guys. Uh, it's just... The book's been selling so good, they're, they're having a hard time keeping up with it. So it's taken uh, 
few weeks to get my proof copies and all that shit so but uh with that get on over to the next segment man i'll meet you over there brotherhood and betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life this isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods this book will go into detail of events that actually happen all materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm in the mood for something just a little bit wild. God! Now or never, here it comes. Take yourself on a journey into the unknown. Yeah! Are you ready? Attention. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. Party This is good stuff. I want to share something with you. You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio, WMMRDB Rockford. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the second half of the show. Hopefully you enjoyed the first half. Boy, I was on fire, man. I was lit. I am so pissed off about that. We're going to talk about that business. Then we're going to go into some fun business in uh, the second half of this segment. We're going to have some fun. But anyway, I always ask her if she's a termite because I'm going to give her a load of wood. What's up there, China doll? Do you look those up? No, actually, I try to come up with it in my head. <laughs> a termite? Yeah, I always ask you if you're a termite because you're about to have some wood. That's the first time I've heard that. Oh, yeah, because it comes from Hollywood's freaking dumbass uh, mind sometimes. You're goofball. Uh, you know what? I think I am. I think I am. You, you're you more than a goofball. It is. You know what? How are you guys doing all over the world, man? How are my military boys, man, over in Japan and South Korea? Come on, help pass the word over to Ramstein over in Germany, man. I love you guys for it. You guys have us right now listening in the barracks and all over the base. You guys rock and roll. Hopefully you guys are enjoying the music as well Because you're on a non-politically correct radio station And that's what you get Non-politically correct If it hurts your ass That's uh, on you guys, man I am what I am I'm like Popeye the fucking sailor, man But anyway, we're going to continue the discussion from the first segment Get uh, China Dowell's opinion on this subject you sure you want my opinion oh i'm gonna want it but first i want to ask you guys i've been thinking about this all night and i wanted to get our listeners and subscribers involved in uh good movement and stuff and i was thinking about it because you know i was talking about doing some pinups with china dial selling them for charity and i was like you know what what we can do is take it a step further you know, have some old ladies of the audience members, none of them fucking models, none of them fake boob shit, you know, actual women within the scene do a calendar shoot on your bike, and the charity that I want to work with is the Fallen Firefighters. I want to do something for the firefighters, because I know a lot of people are taking care of our vets, so firefighters... You know, I love my firefighters. Always have. Ever, and, and my always will. And my ambulance people. 
So I like to do something with them because you know what? They run into them buildings like they always say why we're coming out and there's firefighters that lose their lives all the time uh our firefighters especially in the big cities chicago new york la uh they face a lot of uh lots of uh scary scenarios so that's something i'd like to do uh what do you think when well we can uh dial you up in a pinup freaking deal you know, get your photo out there, have you sign them with your lips, whatever you want to do, you'll actually, you know what, sign it with your lips, and that way people think they're getting a blowjob. Which set of lips? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe work on a calendar or something with everybody else's old ladies, that way we can uh, do a calendar, raise some money for our firefighters. Uh, you know, I just think it's a good idea, let me know what you guys think in the general over on discord by the way if you guys want to contact us during the show that is the best way to do it is on our discord server because uh china dolls over there monitoring it right now and watching all you ugly hooligans except my girls uh in uh the uh motorcycle madhouse radio room but anyway let's get into some serious business then i got really some shocking uh stuff coming up uh, later on that's probably gonna make you blush but what do you think uh you know about all this right now let's take the first case where an army lieutenant was maced by a fat ass prick of a fucking cop Isn't that the one that they said was possibly an accident, or no? Yeah, they're saying it was an accident. They're saying that the cop... Oh, no, that that was not the accident one. Oh, that was the other one. That was the other one. Why? That was Dante Wright in uh, why, Minnesota. Why would you do anything to somebody dressed in military? He was full camo the whole nine yards, and this cop had a fucking heart on for him, and they claimed that he was pulled over... With no license plates, but you know how the new cars and all that stuff, they give you the temporary shit. It was right up in his right-hand side of the rear uh, window, on the back window. And he's over there begging him. This is an army fucking lieutenant serving this fucking country. Begging him. He's scared because he's afraid that these cops are going to fucking shoot him. Now, last time I checked, and even, even in our little small town, when a cop pulls someone over... There's always a second cop. Well, there was a second cop there, but that prick motherfucker just sat there while this was happening. And he didn't say anything. Didn't say nothing, didn't do nothing. And I think they're just as responsible, just standing there doing nothing. They are there to protect and serve the community. And did anything happen to the second cop? I don't know. I don't know. Inquiring minds need to know. I know the cop that did the pepper spray uh, got fired, but what about the other fuck? That's what I'd like to know. What happened to him? He didn't stop it. He didn't prevent it. He didn't do anything. I think, you know what, I'll argue that he went against his uh, oath to the Constitution to protect uh, this country from, uh, you know, it gets me, it gets me. And from the sounds of the audio, he wasn't doing anything that... The lieutenant, the, you know, army officer, wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. He was doing exactly what he was told to do with questioning, of course, which who wouldn't question? He wasn't doing anything improper. And then 
they claim he was eluding police. He was just pulling over so he could get to a well-lit area where people could see what was going on. You got a whole generate, you know, you got a whole race that has to train their kids how not to get fucking shot by a cop. Well, even as a non-black person, I would want to be pulled over in a well-lit area and not a dark area. Well, this is happening to Latinos, everything, man. This happens all the time. I mean, I wouldn't want to pull over somewhere where you can't be seen by other drivers. Mm-hmm. Ever. I'd want to be able to be physically seen by people passing by, just in case. You don't know. Well, you know what? I usually... Most people have one of them cell phone holders in their cars. Mm-hmm. When something like that is happening, go live on Facebook. Go live on one of your social media platforms. So it's documented. Because usually what happens with these cops is they want to take your fucking cell phone from you. That way they'd erase evidence. If you go live, they can't do that. Because it's already out it's there. It's already out there. Uh-huh. And they can't stop you from recording either. Mm-hmm. Because it's in your own vehicle. Well, I just think it's a sad state of affairs in this country. And I'm tired of hearing these fucking cops whining. Well, you know, everybody's retiring because, you know, everybody's against us. Well, everybody wouldn't be against you if you were fucking human beings and get off that God power shit. They're just like we are. You're damn right. Like you said before and numerous times, they put their pants on the same way we do. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, one thing I don't agree with, Minnesota's up in fucking flames right now, and that's because of that one shooting of Dante Wright. Uh, the cop was Kimberly Porter. Uh, I guess she uh, has a career of 25 years with this damn thing. And let's see here. They describe it as an accidental discharge and said she meant to fire a... How the hell do you mistake a taser, which is plastic... With the fucking gun. Well, by feel, it'd be very impossible to um, mistake that. Uh, I will say that on all the police officers that come into the gas station, their tas- the tasers are located in front of their holster. But uh, if you're uh, uh, an average Joe or even a police officer... Uh, yeah, the holster is farther back, so you're going to know what you're reaching for. Hmm. I'm just saying. I don't know how that could be used as an excuse. And then she says, holy shit, I shot him after saying, I'll tase you, I'll tase you, I'll tase him. Uh, but anyway, this ki- kid was only 20 fucking years old. He's a fucking baby. I don't care what his record was, what he was wanted for. You don't shoot them. And it sounds to me almost like it was a shoot to kill. It wasn't even a shoot to hurt, like injure. Now, one thing I don't agree with. Minnesota is up in flames. The rioters are up there. Hey, what happened with insurrection? They called the January 6th insurrection. But what kind of shit is this when you have people busting in businesses? I never get it. You're supposed to be protesting something, but then you go looting and shit. 
it doesn't help their case at all. And I'm sorry to say, it is Afro-Americans that are doing this shit. Let's just put that and be honest with people. I'm going to be straightforward. It don't make you look fucking good. No, that's the same thing that happened here in Rockford. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing in Chicago. Now, I really believe in, you know what, giving the police hell. But at the same time, I don't believe in you going and looting freaking businesses in your own neighborhoods, man. Maybe I got a different way of looking at neighborhoods. It's supposed to be close-knit, tight. The community looks over the neighborhood because we know cops ain't going to do it. But when you start burning shit down, burning your own uh, people's freaking businesses, that's out of hand. It's too much. They need to chill out. Take a chill pill. How does it look to you? Pathetic. When you see this stuff on uh, TV with them looting businesses. It's one of the reasons why I try not to watch TV because, you know, you're, you're screwing up the neighborhood you live in. Why, why do you want to mess up what you live in? Why do you want to mess with businesses that have probably been there forever and a day, probably have struggled just like everybody else has struggled to keep their doors open, and you're going to go and mess with it and destroy it to where that person has nothing? Knock it the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Now, what's, what, are you, what would you say for people that are coming back, because they're going to come back at me now. and say I'm racist because I said what I said Mm. but I'm speaking the truth if the shoe fits if you're looking at this shit on TV that's what it is I'm not being racist I'm just stating the fucking truth you're burning down your neighborhood stop you're burning down your own home area you're burning down people that are of like nature leave it alone Mm -hmm. I mean We don't know all that went on because of the fact that we weren't physically there. But we go with what we see. And what everybody sees is what? Black people burning down and looting black businesses. Exactly. Sad. If you want people to jump on your cause, then act right. You know, I want to give you guys a little, it's going to be really, really, and this is for the people who call me racist. It's going to be a kick into your nuts, these numbers. Police, uh, people are shot by uh, police in the U.S. <coughs> in 2017, there was 457 whites that were shot by police. Mm -hmm. 223 black shot by police. Whites almost double. 179 Hispanics, 44 other, and 84 unknown. 2018, 399 whites, 209 black, 148 uh, Hispanic, 36 other. 2019, 370 whites, 235 black, 158 Hispanic, 39 other. 2020, 457 whites, 241 black, 
169 Hispanic, 28 other. And finally, so far this year, 50 whites, 30 blacks, 20 Hispanics. Gee, I see a trend. What's more, a trend? More white people get shot by cops than black. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Why isn't that? And a lot of them are double. A lot of them are double in those years. Why are they not talked about in the media? Because right now, the media has this freaking bullshit going on. If you're white, you're bad. It's time to put it all up on the table, people. And I know this is a kind of subject that makes people antsy, nervous. Then you have a Washington Post article that came out. Aren't more white people uh, than black people killed by police? And they try to frame it in different ways. No, the numbers are the numbers. The proof is in the pudding, and if the numbers say what they are, then that's what they are. Exactly. But then the media tries to turn it. It's the media that is actually... Causing the racism in this country. Well, and you got to realize, too, when you're watching the news, which I will say I rarely do. That's why I got Hollywood, because he keeps me updated. But when you do, even the clips that I do see, okay, all they show the media are the, the black people looting. The black people protesting. How many videos are out there showing white people doing it? Mm-hmm. Now watch it. They might call you a racist. But I'm not. And you're the furthest from one. I'm the, I, I like everybody the same, and sometimes I hate everybody the same, so I treat everybody equally. Right. Where I come from it from a different angle. Yeah. I go by the facts. Yeah, I, have, I, only, I treat everybody the same unless they screw with me, and then I just don't like that person. I don't change my view on the race. Now, I would argue... Some blacks, some Hispanics would think like me. I argue that. Why? Where, you know what? When you look at, let's take, uh, let's get into another subject that's probably going to be freaking uh, uncomfortable for people. Black on black crime is through the roof. Mm -hmm. What is it, like 90% or something? You know what? The leading cause of death in this country is heart attacks. Yes. Among teenage black men, I don't know, early teens to, you know, late or mid-20s, is homicide. Go figure. So what's that telling you? That's telling you that something has to change within that community that they have to take the responsibility to get it fixed. I think they also need to start realizing that you know how they always pull that slave card? Oh, that's always happening. Okay, but it wasn't you. Well, the same thing. Uh, this is very true. Very true. You know, I know this is the first, uh, you know, the segment uh, over here is pretty serious this time around. Again, guys, I'm going to get my funny self. But these are issues that need to be talked about. And even though they may seem uncomfortable to you, I don't know what to tell you. I think it needs to get out there, and I'm tired of this PC shit where if you're white, you're bad. Now, we just went over the numbers. It's double with whites. Mm -hmm. 
needs to start being talked about. And but, yet, but yet all you see on the news is the black. Mm. That's all you ever see. That's all you ever hear about. That's because they got... Uh, like, for example, the off the the officer that shot the, or, you know, every time an officer shoots somebody, you see it, and it's always a black person. Anytime an officer does any anything wrong, oh, the, it's always to a black person. They don't show them doing anything wrong to white people, but yet the numbers prove that it's more white people than black people. Mm-hmm. It's just the media likes to put out the cops with the black people well that's because that's their narrative and shit like that but that just caused everybody to be racist Mm. and i think everybody in their own sense you know i guess i think everybody could be in a little way everybody could be racist in their own way right yeah so uh anyway what do you guys think let me know in uh general right now or let me know your comments wherever the hell the platform's at you're on uh, we're going to go to uh, System of Down and then Third Eye Blind are two in a row. And then we're going to come back and uh, get off bunny and stuff. Enough with the serious shit because this is going to be going on the next couple days any damn way. So let's get to uh, System of the Down.
world and she lives for me Said she lives for motivation Who oh, are motivation? She comes round and she goes down on me And I make you smile like a drug for you Do ever what you wanna do, coming over you Keep on smiling what we go through One stop to the rhythm that divides you And I speak to you like the chorus to the verse Drop another line like a code with the curse
Hood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Every once in a while, we just have to say it. Focus. That's what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMRDB Rockford. What's up, everyone? We are back, and it's time to have some fun, man. All that serious business aside, we are going to go to the next segment that's going to blow your mind out, man. Literally, uh, you know what? What is the world record for a woman having uh, the most sex with a guy? Uh, I wonder how many, you know, our women, how many could uh, guys could they take? over a couple hours holy crap that came out of the blue i have that no it idea did. where did that come over from? 900 guys one woman was able to screw and fuck over a 12 hour period 900 dudes dropping loads everywhere what the hell you got time on your hands to look that up i'm telling you i do what the hell 900 guys you know you know, women are yeah. always complaining that guys can't last more than uh, two minutes like Hollywood. I'm a two-pump chump. And then they cry and whine when, you know what, they're continuously getting the... Oh, so what's going on with that? Why is it such a problem? If one guy can't do it, then you got a backup. Then then a backup. And then a backup times 900 times. Yeah, no thank you. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Not happening. Ain't that what you women dream about? You guys dream about having gangbangs all the time. I know you guys do. Eh, not that. That that's like unheard of. That's disgusting. That actually nauseates me. How's that nauseate you? And you're the freak. I know, and that actually nauseates me. Nine (laughs) hundred. See a hoe, man. That is all I'm saying about that. She it, is a hoe. Is that the very definition of a hoe? That is the 100% definition of a hoe. I never thought that I would hear you say that even grosses me out. Dude, I've never been grossed out by anything you've said that physically just grossed. I threw up in my mouth. I'm not even going to lie. I threw up in my mouth. That was gross. This actually happened. That's nasty. It's bit, it, the world's bit, largest gangbang. That's just wrong. Oh, you know you. You know what? You're gonna dream of that tonight. You know you are. Hell no, I'm not. No. Okay, what's an acceptable number of guys during a gangbang? Five. Why five? I don't know. Cause you can count it on one hand. <laughs> if you can count it on one, one hand, hand that's more. Right. That's more than enough. That means you're not a hoe. That means you're not a hoe. <laughs> Any more than one hand, you're a hoe. You a hoe. <laughs> Especially at one time. Come on. There's only so much. Well, you got two hands. You got a mouth. You got a freaking ass. You got a freaking putty. So that puts you at what? Three? Four. You got, no. <laughs> one, two, three. Five. Five. You know what? I guess you're right. Five. You can handle it, a woman. Five. Five is good. Five. More than that? What the hell's wrong with you? Now, can they switch off? What do you mean? 
five and five. You know, you got the backup team. No. <laughs> because then that's going to two hands. No, it's only actually going. You're only at one hand. Okay, yeah, but twice. Yeah, what's wrong with that? I thought you no. guys loved that. No, you're always complaining. <laughs> no. No. I guess that's a no for China Dow. Hell to the no. <laughs> no. That chick's up. There's got to be a bigger word than ho. <laughs> My goodness gracious. No. Oh, God. What else did you look up? <laughs> Not to leave men out of it. Uh-oh. How many, how many chicks did one man get? No. Oh, damn. The longest masturbation session. <laughs> Let me ask our son. <laughs> right? I think he can beat this record. Nine hours and 58 minutes a guy did this. For nine hours, he, he was beating his pecker like it owed him money. He took Viagra. I don't know. Um, he took Viagra. Nine hours and 58 minutes. Why couldn't he freaking uh, last the other two minutes, man? He'd have a 10-hour record. I know. Slacker. What the hell? That dude has some issues. That dude's got issues for even doing that for nine hours. How? Must have been a shit ton of lube. I guess. Or a lot of spit. Dude, he would have ran out of spit in nine hours. You know, had that Vaseline ready, guys. Something. I wonder how he even gets into the world, you know, the Guinness uh, records. How does he even, does he have somebody sit there and watch him and time him? They have to for the records, for Guinness. I know, that's what I was going to say. For Guinness, they have to physically watch you do your thing. Does he have to put on a lot of, how many pornos could you watch in that time? God, what the hell's running through his head? That's what I want to (laughs) know. Oh, my God. That's a lot of beating. (laughs) Should I be, okay. Hey, guys, in general, how long have you gone? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, guys, you know what? China Doll asked the question. How long was your, la- you know, your masturbation session? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to know. Now, I know with women, I think you guys could really last nine hours because you women are freaking hoes, man. No. I couldn't. You guys want to take on 900 guys, man. No! Uh, let's see how much you can masturbate. Ew. What was your longest masturbation sh- session? And don't lie, because you stay in that bathtub for a couple hours. No, I don't. I, longest I stay in the tub is an hour. Bullshit. It's an hour. Bullshit. Because the water gets cold, and then I use all the hot water. It's about an hour. <laughs> Bullshit. Don't lie to me. I, I, you know what? I walked in there and when you've been in there two hours, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing Oh, in that's because that time I fell asleep. Oh, you <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> I did. I fell asleep. The longest? Longest you've ever masturbated. Hour. You've masturbated for a full hour? Yeah. Get out of here! <laughs> Is she all proud over here? <laughs> she got skills. An hour, yeah. That's the longest. How many O's did you get out of that? Lost track. Lost track of the O's. Lost track because I, you know, after two hands, you know, I don't. I so don't you had to use both hands. Well, yeah, one. Yeah. You had to switch because one was. Getting I had to tired. be a switch hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I'm ambidextrous. <laughs> you are ambidextrous. Can you write am- both sides? I can write lefty, but you couldn't read it uh, like very well. Right. I can do it though. I can't do it in. In, in cursive with my left hand, but I can print with my left hand. But, but it you, looks like a five-year-old wrote it. But you can jack off for an hour with both hands. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. I could do you with both hands. I don't know. It don't matter. Don't One matter. hour. Yeah. An hour. That's about it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> and then I need a nap. <laughs> then you need a nap. <laughs> okay, I know I got my women out there. <laughs> no. Don't get all up in their personal. I want to know how long you've lasted. Can you girls beat one hour? <laughs> so it wouldn't be that bad for you going nine hours. I wouldn't do it. No way. Oh, bullshit. You said if you can lick yourself, you would. Yeah, but only for an hour. <laughs> only for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what contortionists do. <laughs> what the hell is a contortionist? The people that can, like... You know, put their legs all the way back behind their head, and they can fit in small boxes because they could like curl up and. Oh, I bet they do some freaky shit. I know. I want to know. <laughs> Acquiring minds. <laughs> I mean, I'm flexible, but shit, not that flexible. If I could do that, if I could do like my dog does on the edge of the bed, <laughs> I would never leave my house. <laughs> uh, you know what? I don't doubt it because you're a freak, <laughs> dude. If y'all can suck your own schlongs, you probably would too. No, I wouldn't. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Why? Zara. But you make us do it. <laughs> That's because it's your job. Anyway, Zara you know, Richardson. You know what your job is? Hmm. To eat the taco. Nah, I ain't eating that. You're on punishment. Anyway. <laughs> Zara set a record with over 500 orgasms in a single 24-hour period. Ouch. Ouch. How the hell you have 500? You know what? There's actually condition out there with women that they have to solve by surgical means. They'll orgasm all the time. They walk, they sit, they're orgasming them. Yeah, that's actually, yeah. That's actually condition. Yeah, it's a condition. It is. I don't know what the name of it is, but it is a condition. Would you do that? What? If you could go through that. I know you let it go for about a week, and then you'd want it to stop. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't even want that. I'd feel like I was cursed. <laughs> cursed for having orgasms? Why? 24-7? Yes. No thanks. How do you do anything? How do you work? They had a hard time working. I know that. Can you actually get disability for that? <laughs> <laughs> Why do you got disability? Uh, because I orgasm all the time. <laughs> because I can't stop orgasming. It just happens 24-7, seven mm -hmm. days a week. <laughs> now, I wish I was Mr. Horch Schultz. Oh, Jesus. Why? I wish I was. I wish I was. Why? Uh, his uh, He set the world record... For the furthest ejaculation, six meters or 18 feet and nine inches longer than a stretch limousine. He was able to shoot his load. You imagine getting a blow, you know, doing a blowjob on him? That's literally coming out the back of your head. Dude, he would literally shoot your head off. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you die? How'd, you, how'd, you, how'd she die? Well, <laughs> she was giving me a blowjob, and you know I shot my shit. Uh, but you know <laughs> it I went shoot too far. <laughs> it went too far. Six meters. <laughs> Dude, do they actually have contests? I mean, they have these contests. Oh my god! I see. You know, okay, I see it when little bo when boys are little and they have like peeing contests. Right. But I don't think I'd want to be in the same room as that kind of contest. You're a freak, man. What peeing contests? How far they can pee? Like in the snow. 
I never did that. What the hell's wrong with you? All the guy, all the boys in our neighborhood did. Oh my goodness. Leave it to you. What? Now, what would you do when a guy does that, man? Run. <laughs> <laughs> I would run. It's not no. <laughs> Bye. See you later. <laughs> later, skater. Now, I'm out. you said that the longest you ever masturbated was one hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, now... There was a world record set in 1966 <laughs> when a woman had a 45-second orgasm that involved 25 individual co contractions, meaning over a course of an hour, she had 134 orgasms. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no. So you're not up to the world record? No, no. Now, no, nowhere near. Now, men, this, you know what? This is a freaking talented individual. Talented one. He had 16. In an hour? In an hour. How the f How? He set the world record. 90% of the time, you men can't even get it hard a second time in an hour. <laughs> 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 Just saying. You know what? Hey. We blow and go. That's what we're supposed to do. We don't supposed to sit around for uh, 16 of these suckers. So there's no round two? There's no round two for you. Round two. Hell that, man. Blow and go. Yeah, there's never a round two. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> I haven't even had a round one, so I don't even know. You know, you're always telling me huh. about how elastic women's vaginas are. Yeah. You claim... That after it's proven sex, by a doctor too, just so you know. Okay, I want to know the study. Anyway, yeah, that it goes right back to where it was. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Not after nine hundred dudes for that one chick, man. <laughs> oh, so you're saying it doesn't after that point? I don't know, man. I'd have to look that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that would work out. Anyway, I want you to think about this. How, what is the world record for the most kids a woman has ever birthed? That right after White Lion. Children sing, then the new 
fucking me and I like to suck one off while the other one's fucking me and today I'm having two of my very favorite friends come over and they're gonna be eating my pussy and I'm gonna be sucking them off mmm I can hardly wait they should be here any minute suck it suck it deep suck it suck it deep suck it WMMR DB Rockford, where Suck you can deep. always get your freak on. Suck it. Always get your freak on, baby. Now, you know what? Before we went to that song by White Lion, I asked you, China Dow, who birthed the most kids? Meaning, you know, who, you know, gave birth to the kids. Which women? Yeah. And the only thing that came to mind right when you mentioned it was the show that I actually used to watch on TV called 19 Kids and Counting. Nah, they don't got shit on this woman. This woman, yes, had 69 kids. 
16 pairs of twins, 7 sets of triplets, 4 sets of quadruplets, plus a lots of individual babies. Single serve babies. <laughs> Single serve? What is it, a double scoop? An honorable mention goes to a woman living in Albania who had 64 uh, children. She's now in her 60s and lives in San Antonio. Could you imagine that? Now, you're going to tell me that a hoochie wall closes up after 69 kids. Dude, she had to have been having them back to back. How the hell you do that? I don't know, because ours are seven years apart. I'm good with that. <laughs> and I only had to shoot one out my vagina. There you go. The other one cut me open. Now, the Moolah Ismail Ibn Sheriff, King of Morocco, uh, he had 69 kids. Uh, he fathered the most children. But I think he was going to harems and shit like that. You know, one uh, broad every night, you ejaculate them and then move on to the next. I, with a man, it's a lot easier. But a woman? Well, I'm sure there's men out there in this world get, that have way more kids than they know of. <laughs> what about you, Hollywood? I think so. You think there's more than you, you know of? I don't know. <laughs> I plead the Fifth Amendment because it's my right under the Constitution not to incriminate myself. <laughs> Which you would be doing. Yes, I would. <laughs> now, the biggest collection of penises. Donna. For you, uh, yeah, I would have to say Donna. <laughs> Donna wins. <laughs> Donna wins that one. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now, there's a huge collection of dongs that are on display in the Icelandic uh, Museum. Uh, in Iceland, 300 penises, including one that belonged to a human. Oh, that ain't uh, good. But an honorable uh, mention, uh, the Egyptian pharaoh Methipa ordered the penile amputations of a libera- uh, Libyan army. Uh, he collected 13,000 penises he cut off. Oh, man, they were pretty bad back then. Pretty bad. Talk about male castration. I'm telling you. But since we're on penises, not to leave you <laughs> women out, the largest penis. Oh, shit. I want to know. <laughs> now, th- the nature's penis, you know, the largest natural one uh, belongs to a blue whale. Oh, my God. We don't care about whales. What about humans? It's an average of eight feet. Who the hell wants to fucking eight feet put uh, Ew. <laughs> but if we're talking about humans and every man, this is your hero probably, Bill Duck has the largest penis at 14 inches. Dude, that's got to be like hanging down his pant leg. That's coming down the back of your head. You try. You can't even bob on that knob. <laughs> hell no. What the hell's the point of that? That ain't going all the way in. <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> 14 inches. Now, women, you know what? Stop freaking drooling. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> what would you do with a 14-inch penis? Say no thank you and walk away. <laughs> no thank you. No thank you. Too much. <laughs> Too much. Not even putting a tip in, huh? What the hell's the point of that? <laughs> His tip would be like six inches. <laughs> <laughs> I got my son in here. See, he's an avid listener of his mom and dad. I which, you know, you're not supposed to listen to this show unless you're uh, 30 and above. But he's over here holding up a shoe and uh, doing his face like, God damn, man. Hey, Corey, what size shoe you wear? Fucking 13. 
He wears a size 13 shoe. And an inch. <laughs> that would be the guy's wiener. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> now you have to ask yourself, uh, you know. <coughs> what do you do with something like that? Where does a necklace? I, I don't even know. Where Where does he put that when he wears his, like, he cannot wear skinny jeans. Wow. <laughs> now, not to be outdone, man. Not to be outdone. Start sable, you know, start uh, drooling and stuff. Donna does not have the biggest tits. She doesn't. Uh, Norma Stilts, yes, as Stilts, she has naturally a size 102ZZZ, and each of her breasts weigh 56 pounds. Just titties. Donna's laughing. <laughs> Just titties. Donna, she's got you beat. <laughs> Holy crap. 14 inches for the women and 56 pounds of lovely titty. Each. I wonder if, you know, uh, you know what? I'm telling you what, man. If I was her kids, I'd be breastfeeding until I was like 18 or something. <laughs> <laughs> Her boobs weigh more than I do. Ain't <laughs> that a bitch? And by the way, it was Lisa Sparks. Uh, she had uh, sex with 919 guys at the third annual World Gangbang Competition. <laughs> Look at Corey's face is priceless. Yeah. It's a competition? <laughs> it's a competition. 900 guys this chick had. Oh, my goodness. And you know what? The oldest prostitute, okay? Take a guess of the oldest prostitute. The oldest prostitute. Oh, shit. Uh, 80. Actually, you're only two off. An 82-year-old hooker (laughs) nicknamed Grandma was arrested back in 2001 in Taipei, Taiwan. You freaks over there, guys, over on that base over there. (laughs) You're freaks, man. (laughs) 82-year-old prostitute. Go, girl. (laughs) Fucking A, man. (laughs) If you still got it, what the hell? High five that shit. Oh, my God. Now, this is something me and probably my kid want to get involved in. Uh, The largest orgy. (laughs) It was Japanese. 250 men versus 250 women. They just going around sticking their freaking schlongs and mouths and asses and pussies and all kinds of shit, man. Yes, 500 people orgy. What do you do? Just like rent a, I don't know, rent a hall for that or? I don't know, man. Uh, How's that work? You know, two more, two more. Tatiana Koskarviva lifted 31 pounds with her vagina. You guys got some strong tacos, man. <laughs> strong tacos. Oh, my God. And then, of course... Then the most queese, that's a pussy fart, for those that are don't know or too prude, uh, in 30 seconds was 93 queefs. In 30 seconds? Yes. What the hell? Now, talking about the penis, <coughs> his length flaccid was 8 inches, his overall length was 14, and circumference 
was five. That's what it was. Five inches. Now you say your vaginas are elastic, so what's the matter? That shit ain't fitting. <laughs> no. That ain't fitting. That ain't happening, huh? That ain't fitting. <laughs> Lengthwise or girthwise, it ain't fitting. Oh my goodness, it goodness. Ain't, it ain't. You know, you know what you need to look up? Because I know I've seen things on it, but never really paid like 110% attention. Okay, here's something. And I'm sure somebody that's in general might actually look it up and tell us all about it. That's because I got a bunch of freaks on my show. I swear to you, I seen a clip one time, probably from my son, of, of a guy. He gets some... You know what? I got a Pulling do- a truck with his penis. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. Have you seen that one? That dude's fucked up in the head. I want to know the heaviest weight a man can pull or lift with his penis. A fucking truck, man. What do you think? But I want to know if that was true or if it was false. No, that's true, man. They got some weird motherfuckers like out there. Like, he literally, like, I saw, and I am I swear to God it was from him. <laughs> it had to be from him. He always shows me the weirdest things. So it had to be him. But I swear to God, it was, I don't remember what nationality the person was don't remember the name don't remember all the info i just remember a brief clip of some guy pulling a tractor trailer with his dick my goodness gracious <laughs> man my goodness gracious how did that happen and it didn't fall off uh, well you know what i i have to how fucking did, agree how did it not tear off and how did this okay i'm gonna go with Corey, our son on this one how the hell did bitch lift 31 pounds with her vagina her quit because you know you women you know your quits are the size of zucchinis he cracked me up he goes what do you do what she do straddle it and just clamp onto it well some women have some good vagina muscles man i ain't lifting nothing with that no. <laughs> see i gotta get a mic for my kid <laughs> We have one in the other room. No, but I got to get one that can pipe in all this right here. That way he can be our third person. Our third party. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's not always up. Uh, we can wake him up. Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for uh, listening to the show. I'll be on with Rockin' with Hollywood tonight. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the second part. The first part was kind of serious and shit. We needed to do that. But uh, tonight on Rockin' with Hollywood, I'll be on at 7 p.m. Central T- Standard Time to have some fun. I'm Hollywood. I'm China. And I got my uh, freak kid over here, Corey. He's freak. <laughs> or turd. Freak or turd, right? <laughs> Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill <laughs> book that doesn't give the goods. This Gee, book man, will go into detail of events that actually happen. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. Don't forget to get that book, man. Go over. It's on Amazon right now, Barnes & Noble. Every major place, man. You guys are kicking ass with that. I appreciate it. Keep on spreading the word. And if you got the book, go give it a review over on Amazon. That helps us out. I don't care if it's positive or negative. If it's negative, you're a fucking prick. But anyway, go over there and give us some... uh, 
feedback on it. It helps the book in the uh, ratings and all that stuff on Amazon. But again, I'll see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. You're over to Auto DJ.